You are now listening to the High Def Performance Podcast, hosted by Mitch Harb and Zach Smith. All right. We're back. Back. High Def Performance Podcast. Got a lot of good things to talk about. Haven't recorded for a while, so I think I know. we got our bank filled up. I think we might have we have <laughs> might have enough material for like a couple of podcasts. We might be so, able to. I don't know. We're gonna have to kind of see where we go, and maybe we'll we'll set the timer here, and then we'll do like a part two kind of guy. Yeah, I think we could probably do that. So nine nine ten, cool. So I was just mentioning that I did a post yesterday. And, you know, pretty, pretty heavily influenced just after reading uh, Trevor Maud's book, It Takes What It Takes, just talks about like how so much is influencing you that you don't really know. And, and mm-hmm. what I said was, we, we understand you are what you eat. Everyone kind of knows like, oh, well, not everyone, but we're starting to figure that out. Yeah. But you People are, should know that. Yeah. You are also what you watch and read and listen to. You are also who you hang out with. Well, it's a hundred percent because like the people who watch, like, let's say you watch Fox news or you watch CNN, you're going to have a whole different outlook on what's going on. And you're going to perpetuate that stuff. Like when I, when I, you become that exactly like, like how many times, and I catch myself doing it too. And I have to stop myself. Like you read one thing, like one person says something and you're like, Oh yeah, that like, this is true. And then you start perpetuating it. Yeah. It's like that perpetuation of, of myths versus facts because you didn't have the time to fact check it and that's why i think you become what you listen to is because those people who, especially people who are in power uh and and uh you respect when when those people talk to you you go oh yeah like that's probably true what he's telling people so i'm gonna start telling people that right. and so then it be and then you start telling people that and when you tell somebody something it becomes part of your belief system yeah and so th- it's a very you know slippery slope and and even like down to the music you listen to you know we've talked about this before i ho- i wholeheartedly believe like listening to and this is what someone else responded to me about they're like they're like you listen to rap music that has all these bad words and talks negatively about women and things like that. And honestly, I was like, yeah, that hasn't helped, you know, yeah. like it hasn't really helped my relationship yeah. with, with all that, you yeah, know, for sure. Um, but that the other, the point I was trying to make was what Trevor Moad said is like, people will listen to depressing country music all day yeah. and then wonder why they're so depressed. Well, yeah, and then I also, you know, he was he was kind of talking about this, and this is one of those things, like, I don't know if this is true or not, and I don't want to perpetuate it if it's not, but it makes sense to me, but he was talking about a study where they were talking about um, basically how uh, if you listen to, like, three minutes of news uh, during the day, then you're, like, 27% more likely to, to say you have a bad day. To report your day as being bad. Yeah, I believe like, it. Yeah, I mean, if you feel, dude, I, I, have, I have patients and people who I contact on the daily that are just, it's just like, they go, yeah, man, if you watch the news lately and then they start talking about it and you yeah. can just see their, like their muscles start to tighten up. They start to guard, like, you know, it's like yeah. they just have a physical response to it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just take that out of your life? And it's like, it's hard to think about it and go, yeah, I'm just going to bury my head in the sand and like, just go, oh yeah, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to pay attention to the news anymore or whatever. Yeah. But, um, that I think for the mental <laughs> health is like pretty good. It's like, you know, it's kind of that tug yeah. of war where you're like, 
I just bury my head and not do it. Like I literally don't have time to, to catch up on news anymore. Uh-huh. And people will be like, well, how are you going to like be informed to vote? And I'm like, well, I guess like I'm not an <laughs> informed voter. I, I mean, think I'm getting by. All right. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I'd rather focus on what I'm doing right now than, than those changes. And like literally I think being informed is not watching the news either. Cause you get informed in a very like, um, polarizing way. And so I'd rather just like go and do my own, like, and I've done some now with the vote coming up. I've done some of my own independent research to be like, okay, here's the facts and here's what they've, how they've voted. Like you or how about go on those political websites and literally read like, how do they vote on these options? How do they vote on these? Yeah, options? But and how about decision. everyone who thinks they're doing such a great service by voting goes out and actually be a great person yeah like you don't make a lot more impact like come on man like it's just it's just funny how people work but i also the another thing people don't understand is like also who you're around that's who you become like Mm -hmm. like you are the five people the the average of the five people or whatever i don't think people understand that like because what you're hearing is what you're thinking exactly thinking is what you're doing or like i've seen people like they always hang out with like quote unquote people who aren't I would say losers, right? Yeah. Who like, oh, these guys aren't doing anything with their lives. They're always hanging out with them. But they for some reason think like they're not the same as that person. Yeah. But it's like you are. Like, yeah, yeah. That's who like whether you like it or not or believe it in your head, like that's just true. Yeah, for sure. I mean if you go I guarantee if we just every single day we hung out with ten super successful entrepreneur millionaires we would start to act and, and be and do what would, those people do yeah. because it's heavily influenced. But at the same time, if you just went and hung out with 10 people who like to go hang out at the bar at four o'clock and get drunk every night, then you'd probably be way more heavily influenced to do that. Right. So, and you definitely wouldn't be productive with your time. Cause that's yep. the other thing is like the, who you hang out with. Like when I hang out with you, I'm very productive with my time. If I hang out with someone who's not really interested in business and stuff like that, I'm not doing anything productive towards my goals actively. So that's, that's kind of a, you know, it's a a trade off, you know, you got to pick who, who you hang out with, but more importantly, you got to pick who you listen to. And that's why like with the music thing, I, depending on a mood, like I'll hardly listen to music. I'll listen to music working out i'm switching a little bit to podcast during certain workouts now though so i'll do that and then um i don't listen to hardly any music when i drive in the car it's only like positivity optimism uh podcasts people that are influential and have good ideas and are are successful because that's what i want to rub off on me and you hear about guys like like russell wilson won't accept any negative music into his ears he won't accept any negative talking like he'll give people timeouts yeah from his it's like positive brainwash yeah, someone if someone comes in and is negative and it's kind of like hey i'm having a bad day then okay that's fine you can have a bad day but you're in timeout you're not gonna be around me because like literally it's like a virus man negativity is a virus it is. and it goes it goes through workplaces like you everyone's been in the workplace with that one negative person who brings every single person down yep. and that one person's like dude why are, are aren't you pissed about the fact that like w- we have to work this event and then the guy was like you know like it's like oh, i wasn't pissed but yeah now that i think about it i am pissed right, right. Like, it's like that that one person is just that virus in the system oh, you're not getting paid to do this exactly oh wait i guess i'm not dude. what fuck you know yeah. like yeah and that's the problem is like some people have that that virus in their immediate family or in their oh. immediate friends group. And it's just like yeah. that person who, who brings them down. And I've become so much less tolerant these days to, um, 
to negativity and yeah. and like that kind of stuff that like literally I can't even stand it to hear it or be around it. So like I separate myself from that very, very quickly where I'm like, yeah. ah, that's not really for me. Like I don't like to just don't engage. I don't talk shit on anyone. I don't, just don't engage. Yeah. Exactly. And then another thing that I said in that post was what you do is who you are too. Cause I think people are disconnected from that. People think like I'm this great person, you know, and I'm, I'm like, whatever I do these, I, I'm like, super smart successful and it's like but if the activities and the actions of that you have aren't pointing to that mm -hmm. like that's not you like yeah. people want to say all those things but if then all you do is watch tv yeah well that's why the secret is bullshit you know it's like right you're not just gonna you can, you can wish whatever you want yeah and you can you can hope for everything and at yeah. the end of the day but you know if you really look at at your behaviors that's how you're going to end up like right now i try to align my behaviors as much toward like what a successful i'm not even like a rich person like what a successful happy person does right i try to do those behaviors and what do you know we're becoming happy i'm already been happy yeah. but we're becoming successful fairly rapidly so it's like um I'm not perfect at it and no one is like I'm on, I'm on the mission just like everyone else. That's, that's probably listening to this right. right now. Like I'm still trying to get better every day and you know, I still have down times and I still have times where like, like it's weird, like different funks that you go through, you know, like yesterday was kind of gray and cloudy. I got done with my treatment day kind of early and I was home and it was like, you know, Eliza's out of town. I'm just like, man, I could just lay here and just watch Netflix and not do anything. But then I kept that goal in mind where I'm like, dude, like a successful person would not just lay on the couch and do nothing. Okay, yeah. so let's let's compromise. Lay on the couch and get comfortable, but get the laptop out and work. So I edited the website and did a bunch of marketing contacts and I did my notes and build out visits and stuff like that. So yeah. got stuff done, you know, and that's kind of what it, what it's about. Yeah. And that is that's the key is what I was trying to get with all of that stuff is like what you're listening to, watching, blah, 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 what you, who you're around, and then what your actions are. Line those up with that. And that's why, like, mentors and things like that are real to me is because line those up and see what, what like, I, like, you know, I think about it. Like, what would Gary Vee be doing? Mm -hmm. You know, like, he's yeah. fucking working. So, yeah, if all you right. Can't, if you can't get a mentor, if you're too scared to reach out to a mentor, then pick your mentors on podcasts. Like, I've got my top mentors. I should list I should list my top podcast mentors like on, on social, but like yeah. off the top of my head, I think about Tom Bill, you, uh, Gary V, um, Ed Milet, uh, Lewis Howes. Um, there's, there's probably a bunch that, that I'm, I'm missing. Um, but, but those are like, you know, those are guys where I'm like, dude, they're working if right I now. I can adopt you know? those guys beliefs and their work ethics and their thoughts and their actions then why can't I be successful? Why not me, right? Like, yep. you know, you drive through the city of Seattle where we live and you go through, you know, or like Medina or Bellevue and you see all these multi-million dollar homes, super successful people, people that are, you know, people might be living in those houses and be happy or be unhappy. But I'm sure, you know, there's there's a good amount of them that are happy. And uh, and it's just like, why not you? And, and that's the thing I always think about. And it's literally just, it's aligning your beliefs, your thoughts, what you say to yourself and your actions to the behaviors that get you to where you want to go. 
And I think that like your chances of success are exponentially higher. And that's what I found is like the more stuff I work on myself, like my mindset, the better things become in business um, because I'm not limiting myself to like, oh, I couldn't do that because like, why? Like, okay, well, why can't I go get a contract with Amazon or Google? Like that, like, why not? Why, why can't we do it? And someone else can't, it doesn't make any sense. So, so I think we can. And so like, I think once you remove that limiting mindset, it just feels super freeing. And, and then, you know, you start to actually enjoy the process a lot more and be a lot more happy along the way too. And that's the, that's the reward is like, I think people might look at like all these things we listed out. I'm like, God, I got to change all this stuff. And it's like little by little, you start to just look at them, you know, start to look at them. What could I do less of, right? Like the news. Do I have to watch it for two hours every night? Yeah. You know? Uh, and that, Dude, for me. a friggin' pick a rundown like the noteworthy or whatever yeah. the podcast is that, that or like five or ten minute video of like run run the shit down and just get it all if that's what you really need but like for me it was like do i need to watch sports center for three hours every night like oh, 100%. fuck no like do you think I, bill gates watches any news yeah. or any sports center do you think jeff bezos is watching any news no or no he's getting updates ticker updates is like people are telling him what he needs to know he's doing research in the places that he trusts and aren't contaminating his mind i guarantee it well my thing also is been in my head is like like look at what that act of that is you got one guy chasing his dream or, or living his dream and you're literally wasting your time just watching mm-hmm. you know like well it's like being consuming i'm like why don't i everyone, use that time to chase my dream too like, is it is it more fun to play the sport or is it more fun to do the sport like i'd rather <laughs> play basketball than watch basketball yeah like i enjoy watching like i enjoy watching these entrepreneurs have success like i like watching like guys that are up and coming or cause like it gives me an idea. Like guys like Christian Guzman or like building these, like, I'm like, dude, that what well, he's bought in Texas. I'm like, dude, that could be, that is going to be high def performance and wellness center. That is what it's going to be. That is like, we have that. So it's cool to see someone that's in the action of it, right. but also like how cool is it? If, if I just watch him and I never get to do it for myself, be a whole 10 times to a hundred times, maybe a thousand times cooler if we get to do it ourselves. Yep. And so I'm like, well, you know, this is the time to, to grind and put the work in, learn the skills, uh, put the time in and, uh, and dedicate ourselves. Yeah. I think there's always value in consuming something for inspiration. Yeah. You know, like, like that. Um, but yeah, like just to consume, to consume, like, I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm over that. I would rather take a chance at, being the person that is consumed, you know? Yeah. That was some fast reflexes. Yeah, that was. I know you saw saw that. (laughs) I just tipped my water bottle over, but stuck the left hand out. Stuck it out. Right right as it fell off the edge of the table. (laughs) I think... uh, this, But this goes all into the discipline, man. Right. That was the next topic, and this is kind of... I mean, we're kind of on this topic, which is like, how do you stay disciplined? How do I stay disciplined? Because... The one thing I want to get across too is like 
I am definitely not the most disciplined person. And I'm going to go through all my transgressions here on the podcast because I, I feel like, you know, it's I hate people that just sit up in the ivory tower and just like preach and like, we're yeah. telling you like what we have learned and what we've heard. But yeah. um, at the same time, it's not, that's not what it's about, man. It's like we're in the process too and mm-hmm. we're learning. And so I'm just trying to more share what I'm learning and what's working, what's not working. And then, you know, where we have errors and where we don't have errors. So, you know, like we'll have, we'll have a discussion on that too. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the, the light that we put ourselves in. Um, is is where this discussion comes from because i just get a lot of clients that ask like you know how do you guys stay so disciplined do you ever just like fall off the rails and things like that and uh i don't know or or they're like what's your like guilty like pleasure or something like that and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i hate i almost hate that they ask this because that makes me feel like they don't think like we're the same Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I always want to come across is that like, and I posted about it last week. It's like, we're all the same. You and I, we, we just, we just, if, if you feel like there's any different, we just put the work in to make that, to create that difference. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all, we're all the same. We all have those tendencies and things like that, but yeah. we just decided to take action towards things. Yeah. And I see that for like everyone out there, man. It's like, you could you could be anywhere listening to this in any position and the only reason you're different from from a guy like Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or any other CEO or successful person Gary V is literally just your actions and and the people you hang out with and the things you consume because like Gary, like I guarantee you, Gary Vee would be the first person to say he's not the smartest person ever. Right. Trevor Moad said you know he's not he's not super smart, but it's like they executed and they took action and they did it, man. It's like, get off your couch, stop drinking, stop drinking the beer at four o'clock and execute and you'll be a lot further along. And like, that's kind of like what I think about myself to keep the discipline is like, I just have to continuously remind myself, like what are the actions that get me where I want to go? And that's why like right now in front of me, I've got the, uh, the high performance planner by Brandon Burchard and, Dude, I, I mean, this forces you to basically write down your goals every single day. And I go back and check over those bigger goals. But what, like, anyone can buy that. Not everyone's going to actually do it. So, yeah. like, what is that that gets you to even write in it? Dude, you just have to be, I think you have to be super honest with yourself, first of all. Like, first of all, you have to go down and, like, be just completely upfront with yourself. Don't make any excuses. Like, tell yourself, like, dude. I am not good at being consistent with with doing this. I'm not doing uh, using my time wisely at all. I'm wasting time. I'm wasting years. My life is going by, and I need to stop this. And you've got to break yourself down first. Yeah. And then you've got to go back into this and go, okay, like I have to set rules for myself. These are now my laws, and here's what happens when I don't do them, and this is what happens when I do do them. And so, like right now, like. You know, I haven't set a super steady standard. I've probably, I mean, I've done this for the last, well, I can't remember when I started this, like right before the beginning of the year or right after the, right after the beginning of the year. Yeah. The 24th or the 23rd or something. I think I've probably missed like four or five days, um, in that time frame, And it's just because I just like was not, um, 
as diligent with my time. Like I could have woken up 15 minutes later and done it, but I didn't. But my discipline was still a lot better than than it has been on this. So I'm happy about the progress, right? Like I didn't get 100% marks, but I'm batting like 95%. Um, and so like, and it's because I made rules with myself. I said, like, you have to do this. This is something you have to do. And I put myself out there on social media. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to act like I'm perfect and did it every single day. Like there was a couple Sundays, like the weekends are kind of the weird ones for me. Cause I don't like some days I'm not doing much. So it's like, feels weird to fill out two pages of stuff on, on relaxation exercise, like activities. But, um, but it's the same thing with diet, man. It's like, you have to set rules for yourself. And I digress all the time, man. Like I was like, you know, we are doing the anti-inflammatory diet and I'm still really good on that. I, the one thing I've have been able to hold up super well is the, um, the uh, intermittent fasting, which makes me feel absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, I fall off the rails, but like it's how far you fall off the rails. And then also like your mindset around it, right? Like I always think to myself, like just one bad meal doesn't mean that I have to go completely off the rails and it doesn't give me an excuse to eat like, like an asshole. And you, and you gotta be real with yourself. Like, dude, if I eat this, this is not helping me to gain the physical physique that I want. It's not helping me with my energy levels. And you got you can't just be like, oh, it's okay, Zach. Like you can just eat whatever you want, man. Just don't feel bad about it. You had a hard yeah. day. It's like who cares if you had a hard day? Mm-hmm. And that's what I posted about the other day. I was like, you know, it's really I understand why people don't want to go home and cook. Like I didn't want to cook last night. I could have gone out and gra- grabbed some takeout, but I decided to cook something that was healthier than than the alternative because it fits my rules for myself and it fits my standards. Right. Yeah, man. I think, I think, uh, it really comes down to leaning into discomfort. You know, that's what most people just have trouble doing. And we all have trouble doing it because your mind and your body, you just wants you to be comfortable and safe. Yeah. So like that, is uncomfortable to do because you you don't do it all the time or you didn't used to do it all the time. So you wake up, it's like, it's real comfortable to just not, you know? So you have to like, that's what I'm constantly reminding myself of is being able to be aware of that comfort, like that my body going towards comfort and saying like, all right, what should I do instead? Mm -hmm. You know, because that like, I'm at a point where, especially food wise, like, yeah, I could definitely have two cookies, three cookies after everything I eat. Mm -hmm. You know, I could definitely eat a lot of things, Yeah, but that's not going to get me to where I want to be. Yeah. Um, and so I'm always just looking to, to seek that discomfort out. Yeah. And I, dude, I think where you ultimately win the battle is if you can control your mind in the times where you're weak. Like if your yeah. weak points are not so weak. Because right. it's really easy after you get super motivated, like they get off a call with you for nutrition. It's really easy to stay motivated that day. But like two days, three days after, it, that's when times get hard. You've had a long day at work. It's really easy to just not have the discipline. So I think the other thing building discipline is like maybe if if that's like super hard like let's say you want to give up alcohol or something but you're like dude that's just not it's so hard for me because you have like you just continuously fall yourself into slipping and slipping and slipping like like, oh i'm quitting and then you're not and then no i'm quitting if you find yourself doing that i think it's better not to damage your reputation with yourself 
because every time you break a promise to yourself you lose the reputation with yourself and i think it's i think it would be more beneficial to find something else that puts you into discomfort that you can accomplish to get that momentum rolling of like battling your mind because that's what it is Mm -hmm. man it's like literally i don't need to eat the thing like i can live off of vegetables meat and like tasteless food like i can like it's not about survival it's about my mind has conditioned itself to say no we deserve something really tasty and salty and sugary like this is what we need a bunch of bunch of crap you know Mm -hmm. but it's like if you can overrun your mind especially in the times of weakness then that's where you win but you have to train your mind you have to to start somewhere exactly and that's like so one of the things that i have trouble with is like i had set this rule for myself that within my first alarm in the morning i'd get up within five minutes and today i got up 15 minutes after my alarm went off but it's like when i first wake up i'm not all with it and my mind is weak as hell yeah. and i'm just like no it's so warm here in this bed and it's so comfortable you got you know what you gotta I, do why would i jump out of bed you gotta figure out like what is that thing you have to go like jump out for yeah and so maybe it's like no you know what it is the goal is like you got to do five push-ups right when you wake up so you're like fuck i, I know g-. but see that's the same thing as my goal is to get out within five minutes of my alarm going off, I gave myself five students because I really. But love, what do you got? You got to go do something in that. I know, minutes. but I love, I love the feeling of the snooze. <laughs> like that's literally, dude. That, Everyone does, dude. That twilight sleep is like where you're like almost back all the way asleep. And you're I can't like do getting it. Out of it, I love that feeling. Um, so it has to be something more motivational for me, and I think the way I'll, I'll do it, and dude, and it's literally like the easiest choice but i can't force myself to do it which is that's the battle in the mind is like literally if i just put my phone across the room if i plugged it in not on my nightstand and i couldn't touch it for the snooze button and it was just annoying as hell like i have this i have this siren that goes off for my alarm Uh, that has gary v talking like oh that's why you know but like if i put that across the room then i'd have to get up to get it and then i'd already be out of bed and i'd but like literally cannot Probably bring get myself to put back it across. In, dude. I can't bring myself to put it across the room for myself. I don't know why. Because <laughs> you don't know if you're going to actually get up. Dude. Yeah, I know I'd get up because I've done it a couple of times. But the light alarm helps. But it's like it's like finding those hacks sometimes. Yeah. And then once it becomes a habit, it's fine. Yeah. Like it was really, really hard for me to not eat in the morning. And like now yeah. I go black. And I, then I was like, oh, you know, I'll cheat and I'll do like, I'll do coffee, but I'll have milk. I'll have some uh, coconut or almond milk in it. Now I go black coffee, no calories. And I just do that, you know, and I'm going to be doing this until 10 o'clock. I don't eat before 10 um, unless I really stop eating the day before at the right time. Right. So like and I've been able to execute on that, but it took a while to push through. I had to find hacks. I had to drink water and chew gum and like do some other like stuff, you know, drink black coffee and figure it out. But now it's like it's a part of what I do. Um, And so like. And the problem is you can't ever let it slip. Otherwise, it starts to slip. And then if you do let it slip one time, you have to say, dude, you have to be honest with yourself. Do I let this slip? I failed myself. I have to go back. Well, I think in those cases, I think one of the best points that Trevor Moad made is that the past doesn't predict the future. Mm-hmm. You know, and realizing that. So, okay, this happened. I admit it. Mm-hmm. Staying neutral and knowing that this next one I got. Yeah. You know, cause, don't make cause, an excuse for yourself of why, oh, well, yeah. I, I was up late last night. It's like, well, why were you up late last night? Right. It's like goes back to the principles of extreme ownership yep. and, and and what Jocko talks about. It's like you got to take – eventually all of this stuff is your fault. 
Yeah. Like your job didn't make you eat like a bowl of ice cream at night. Right. It's right. That you chose to do that. Yeah. And and not that that's the worst thing in the world. Like that might be something that you do and it doesn't impact you and it doesn't and eating ice cream doesn't like influence your goals in any way. But the point is like you can't blame some behavior. Oh, I had to go get takeout tonight because I didn't have time to cook my dinner. It's like, well, why didn't you have time? What, what about what two happened? days ago when exactly. you could have made it all for the rest exactly. of you know? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you have to go back to like where was the original decision and be super harsh and honest with yourself. It doesn't mean you have to beat yourself down, right. but you've got to be brutally honest because honesty is honesty. It's like yeah. the neutral thinking is you honest can't, thinking. If you can't be honest with yourself, like yeah. We're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah, and you're not really fooling yourself because you can tell yourself anything you want, but it's you like know. your mind always knows the actual truth. <laughs> you know, it's like it's that's such almost a the worst thing. part about this because I'll like find myself making up excuses, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, well, like, that was what started to happen with the uh, with the anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could, but it's just really hard. You're like, it's it's just so challenging, and you're like, uh. My diet's already like pretty good, yeah. and but in your mind you knew right away. You start. I oh, saw yeah, the yeah. look in your face when you started to say that. <laughs> right. You know, like damn it, because your you, your brain knows at the end of the day what you're what actually you're capable, th- what of. you're actually thinking. Yeah, yeah, what you're capable of. So it's yeah. like your brain knows it's an, it's an excuse. It's just an external excuse to kind of make yourself feel better, but in a weird way, it will never. Right. Because like you know, you know the. It's the just deal. extra work. Yep. You know, and I think that is sometimes what we're afraid of. Um, But I guess going back to the discipline thing, like when, because I think it always, a lot of times it comes down to diet, right? It's like Mm -hmm. clients are wondering like, how do you stay so disciplined or whatever? Or like, don't you ever like client yesterday? He's like, do you ever just go off the rails? Like just get a bucket of KFC, eat it all, you know? And, and I was like, man. And then another client was like, what's like your dessert that you just can't avoid or whatever, you know? And I was just like, man, one thing I want people to understand is that a lot of times when you don't, when you become unfamiliar with these things, you don't, they're not in your head, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I'm not really thinking about fast food all the time. I'm not really thinking about desserts all the time because I just I'm not familiar with them anymore. Yeah, I drive by a fast food place and don't even think about it. Like, I've had to stop at a fast food place, like, once in the last, like, six months. And I just, like, really, really, like, was, had no food and was starving. Yeah. And, and also, I think it's, it's really attaching what your goal, or really being clear on what your goal is and attaching what you consume to that goal. Mm -hmm. Because a big reason I became unfamiliar with that was I noticed I did not have the energy that I needed to perform. I didn't feel good. And so now it's not really a hard decision. Like, why would I want that? Dude, I went through that when I became lactose intolerant. I was like, I was like, pretty easy choice. Cheese three meals a day. And you know, I love like shit or whatever. But then like, you know, it hurt my stomach so much. I quit and, I never went back and you know, I don't think about it. I'm never just like, Oh man, I'm really craving a piece of cheese. But, um, I, and I used to be probably the biggest cheese guy ever. I was like the guy who would just sit down and eat just plain cheese, you know, all like quite often. And, uh, and I have friends that are like, yeah, you know, I'm lactose intolerant, but, um, I still have to eat cheese, you know, like in milk because it's just like, I love it so much. I'm like, 
No, that's like your brain telling you that you love it so much because it hits some pleasure center or something. But once you realize that like what it's doing to your body is way not worth the, the, um, the, the food yeah. and then you get off it and you don't think about it anymore. Like I can't even remember the taste of it. You know, it's like, I'm so right. unfamiliar with dairy now that I'm just like, dude, I really could care less, but it just surprised. It just, it still blows my mind when I hear a lactose intolerant person. That's just like, Oh yeah, dude, I'll, I'll eat milk just for this. It's like yeah. I went to the restaurant. I went to a restaurant the other day and we ordered a dessert that had dairy in it. And, and, you know, a couple of people ate it that were lactose intolerant. It's like, it. I bet that pudding is very delicious, but it is literally not even close to worth, like, right. the feeling that I get after it. Right. Even if I have a lactose intolerant pill, like, I'm not. I, I don't want to supplement some pill so I could eat something that I probably shouldn't be eating anyway. Like, it just does not make sense. It's just such a crazy thought to me. Yeah, and and also what I told them was, you know, I. I would much rather uh, make if I'm going to go, quote unquote, off the rails. I told them, I was like, shoot, I would rather kind of like when we went to Lionhead, ate till I was like bulls bursting at the <laughs> seams, you know, like, yeah, I'd rather do that than like I need some, some like, sh- relatively healthy food. Like, yeah. I was like, wasn't terrible for you. Yeah. Because, dude, yeah, it might taste good at the time, like to go buy like a bag full of McDonald's and just crush it. Yeah. But you'll immediately feel just terrible and you're going to have like this weird food hangover the next day. It's like, I know why people are not executing on the highest level. It's like, if you're feeding yourself freaking uh, McDonald's, then you're obviously not going to be executing at the right. highest level. And, and I don't think, I think a big part of it though too is kind of what we said earlier. It was like, we've both got this like, Thing we're chasing you know so that makes our choices pretty clear mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna do this like i could go technically i don't have things going sometimes during the day i could go to the bar get bucked up yeah but that's not gonna help me you know like yeah. so like why well, like you have that choice yeah yeah I do the same thing. It's like I could drink at night, like come home and have a beer, or like a couple. But I'm like, dude, I don't even do. You know, I hardly ever drink, um, right? During the week, very, very rarely. And if it is, it's like a little bit of red wine with dinner. Um, but like, yeah, because it doesn't serve what I'm trying to do. You know what's interesting on this topic, though? I was reading a, a comment on a uh, community page in the city that I live in, and there there was people that were all up in arms that there was this law passed in Washington where you can't advertise sugary beverages like Coke and, and fruit juices with Happy Meals. Like you can't put it on the picture and it can't be like the standard beverage. And people were so pissed that the government was taking away, it wasn't even their right to buy soda for their kid. It was the fact, they were so pissed that McDonald's was not allowed to advertise soda to their kid. Like literally livid. That the government chose to limit the ability for their kid to be exposed to the advertising of Coca-Cola or, or whatever their drink product is. I was just thinking, I was like, first of all, like, that's a great law right. because they're like, well, the government shouldn't be interfering with us. I'm like, dude, we need protection from ourselves sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. That's like why people hire nutrition coaches like you and why people hire physical therapists like me. We need to protect ourselves from certain things and like kids are so vulnerable to messages. Like you could tell a kid anything. You could tell a kid that 
you know, if you drink Coke, you're gonna become six foot five and you're gonna be a, a, a NBA basketball player. They'll drink go, they'll fifty. Go, oh a yeah, day. dude, I'll start drinking a shitload of that. It's like, is that really the message we want to send to our, our kids? And then, like, you know, the instance of di- type two diabetes is happening as early as like three years old, which is like unheard of. Wow. And like, all of the problems in our healthcare systems are are caused by preventable illness that's caused by really food habits. You know, yeah. 70% of chronic illnesses has a relationship to unhealthy uh, eating and drinking habits. And, uh, and that's like, you know, what's going to push the Medicare budget that we have right now. It's, it's going to put us into a, a spot where the Medicare, um, the Medicare money is no longer going to be available. Just be, and we're gonna have to start getting it from taxpayers now because the fund that used to create the money from Medicare is gonna be out, and literally it's just all from preventable illness. Right. Of and and the government allows all of this. You know, it's like good good thing that we're stopping that from happening because, like, for so long we've been brainwashed and and advertised to like, oh no, you know, there's no problem with drinking Coke, just drink Diet Coke. You know, it's like whatever. But but I'm like, man, it's crazy to think that someone was so mad that their kid can't. Can't have that. Get exposed the rights to, that. to the advertising. It's like, dude, I'm going to protect my kid from everything I can possibly do. Yeah. As far as like, I'm not going to shelter him, but like, I'm not going to bring him to McDonald's. Like, I'll never. Because like, they want what's familiar. Exactly. So you make that familiar. That's what they're going to want. Of course, you give them something really salty and really sugary. They're going to love it. It's like those are literally McDonald's has chemically engineered their French fries to be addictive. They have literally chemically engineered them to to be that way. So like. Of course they're gonna win. Yep. Like they're they're using everything they can to possibly get you addicted to it. And so you have to remove it from yourself and you're gonna go through withdrawal, dude. If you like there's such thing as the keto flu. If you go keto, I'm not recommending keto, but that's why you get the keto flu, is because you get you're so dependent. Your body is so dependent on carbs, it's like, no, let me have that again. You know, like you stop eating fast food, all you think about for the next month is every time you drive by fast food, how bad do you want it? But eventually that goes away. That's you just the thing. Have to get yourself over that hump. And that was going to be one another point I was going to make is when it comes to becoming staying disciplined is creating a life that makes discipline easier. You know, it's like if you're an alcoholic, like don't go to a bar every night. Yeah, that would be pretty damn hard. You know, so it's just do like figuring out those things that can help you with that. So like. Number one, a big reason I don't eat many sweets is because I don't have them around. Yeah. So I, to go get them, would have to literally go drive or walk to the store, buy them every single time I wanted them, and just not yep. big on my priority list. Yeah, you know? don't keep it in the house. And for the people who have a spouse that doesn't support you, like you need to sit down and have a real conversation about, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. These are my goals. Do you, as my spouse, significant other, family member, want to help me and support my goals or or are you not on that train if that person's literally not willing to like like what are you doing (laughs) help help you change or make a change with you then that like that is a serious question in my mind in that in that situation right and and i think the same thing goes with everything you consume is like creating a life that makes it easier to stay disciplined as far as like I'm not saying you have to go start your own business, but have things going on that you want to be good at. Yeah. Right. So that will make you raise your game all around. Like it, it could literally be like, you really want to like 
one of our clients, you really want to do well at this dodgeball yeah. league. And that's what you want. Like, do whatever it takes to find something that causes you to want to raise your game. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have that, you won't have the discipline to, like, why would you? But it, and it, but it's crazy to me, dude, because I think of how much this is a vicious cycle and how interconnected it is. Is like, I think if people started eating better and started getting more healthy habits and just started to change some of like their positive mindset stuff and did some of the neutral thinking that they, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I'm stuck in my job. Right? You know, it's like you're stuck in your job. So you just end up drinking and then you eat like shit because you drank and then you feel shitty the next morning. So you drink again or you eat eat a bunch of crap again to make you feel better and then you you don't look forward to going back to your job that you hate so then you drink more it's like it's just this vicious cycle it's like if you could just break one link in that chain you could open up your life to so many possibilities out there like don't get stuck in these cycles because five or ten years will go by and you'll just regret the last five or ten years like what did i do with my life Maybe that's for you. I don't know. If if that's if that's your mindset, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Right. Because like that's not what we're about. It's like we're trying to we're trying to help people get better and better themselves and and that's what we're about. So um like I don't apologize. like I don't think that's a great thing to do is just like just put in the hours, yeah. get by in life. Like that's not what life's about. Yeah, no. And you know, I think the cool thing too how many kind of like you were saying how many we we use fitness and feeling better and nutrition and feeling better as the catalyst right because yeah. how many people have you talked about like i feel like half the clients i talk to now are like trying to start a business because they're like yeah. feeling better they're they're proud of themselves like they've achieved something now like you said you get those things done and it starts to spiral in a good way yep. and so it's like you, you got to find that thing well, that, the same that you're going to start. We're seeing a lot of these super successful people are going into workouts now. Like they, they, they realize that it's like discipline in all areas. Like, you know, you can't, it's really hard to not be super non-disciplined in one area and then be super disciplined in business, you know? Yep. And so like, if you have to hire, like some of these big CEOs are hiring someone to take care of that stuff for them, but they're still, addressing the areas of deficit in their life because they know that one bad area can drag you down significantly or in, in your plateau, right? You might've got here. Yeah. You, you push the limit, but if you you want to stay here, actually it's impossible to stay there. You're only going to go downhill. Yeah. Right. If you want to go up, you got to change. Yeah. Everything's always going up or down. It never like, you never find like homeostasis. Right. Like everything's always changing. Nothing always just stays exactly the same. And you just have to you just have to realize that and you have to always keep on working to grow. And that's what this podcast is about, you know? So what like someone's sitting there like, man, I just have trouble being disciplined. I can't get myself to keep my own promises. Like what like what is what is an example of something like that? And I mean, you know, I guess this kind of leads into the other topics we're going to talk about. But what what is something that you felt like that, and what did you do to to change the situation? Um, I think the number one thing for me is probably like the journaling stuff. So get something that leads you through, like the high performance planner, or something from Amazon that has 
something where it guides you through stuff because at the end of the day, this all comes back to mindfulness, being real with yourself, and then setting expectations, setting goals, and setting your intentions. And that's literally what every single habit comes down to. And so if you want and if you want it bad enough, you'll do it. And if you don't, you won't. And you need to audit why why you think you want it and you aren't putting forth the effort to do it. Like yeah. that's what and that's where I think becoming very brutally honest with yourself. Yeah. And like I like like what resonates with me really well is like uh, what does what does Goggins call his mirror? His like self reflection mirror, what he calls it. But like oh, okay. he gets very honest with himself before he can like build himself back up because you can't build yourself up on a shaky foundation. Right. So you gotta go all the way down to the roots and go like, why am I the way I am right now, and where do I want to be, and what are the barriers in my way, and how can I be super honest with myself without breaking myself down to the point of like you know self destruction. But like, like I use this as my guide every day because I'm like, dude, it, it's really easy to just get into the flow of like, oh, just going through the motions. Like, oh, this is easy. I'm on a roll. Yeah. I don't think there exists of anything being like on a roll. Like you have, no matter what, if you let off the gas, the car slows down. Yeah. Like there's no frictionless surfaces. There's no, there's always friction in life that slows you down on everything you're trying to do. So you have to do things that keep your foot on the accelerator and right. don't like, you know, you don't, you don't slow yourself down. I think it's like playing offense. Yeah. You know, first everyone's in defense. What's going to happen to me? Let's wait for it to happen. It's like, yeah. what do you want to happen? Yeah. Go, go take those it. actions. Go make it happen. Yeah. And, and, and think about the consequences or the possibilities of, of the downfall later. All yeah. that's all just a learning experience at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's where the journaling comes in too. My evening journal, it recounts the whole day. Like, hey, what'd you do well? What'd you do poorly? And you rate yourself. Yeah. And I'm brutally honest with myself. Dude, I had a, you know, oh, did you live with necessity today? Did you maintain your energy today? No, two. I felt yeah. tired and slow and sluggish. Two. Okay, well, what do I do next tomorrow to change that? Why did I feel that my energy level yesterday was a two? Yeah. Well, I let myself lay down on the couch at four o'clock and start working on the computer or I didn't didn't keep up with my food or, you know, like I yeah. I didn't get a workout in. You got to just be honest with yourself, though. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. Yeah. And, you know, I think that at the same time, like not expecting much out of it at first, because I think that's where a lot of people fall off. Yeah. Is right. They they're Expecting like, too much. I'm gonna do all this. Everything in my life is gonna change. Mm -hmm. Understand that it might not change for two years. You know, like you'll you'll see incremental benefits. But I think that's, you know, like from my perspective, I remember what what always held me back. Going back into the old cycles that I was in was I'd start to break out. Nothing would happen. No Fuck result. it. Fuck yeah. it. Then it was just like, man, you just have to keep doing it without caring what happens. Just keep going. And what do you know? Eventually, it, you know, it pays out. And the further of the gap you have to bridge, the longer it takes. Like sure. If you're building a bridge over a huge, vast expanse, it's going to take a long time before you actually connect the two roads from side to side. Right. You know, it's really easy to throw a two by four over a crack in the pavement and kind right. of walk across it. But if you're if you're building something that's gonna last, it's gonna take a long time. Like, so you got to be real about that yeah. too. How far away are you? The the 
the macro patience and the micro hustle. Like people want these fast weight weight loss results. How long did it take you to put on that extra hundred pounds? And it takes. I have. I've always had this theory in life that like the good things take longer, take five to ten times longer yeah. than the bad things. Yeah. If I put my arm in a cast today, I could lose thirty percent of my muscle size in four weeks, and it would take me four months to get that back to being the size of my other side. And I yeah. had that same thing when I had my surgery on my right knee. I lost three inches in in diameter around my quad from being in a locked out brace for six weeks and being non weight bearing for seven weeks. I lost three inches around. It took me over a year to get that back. Yeah. Think about you could gain 10 pounds pretty quick by just eating a bunch. And then, you know, getting that off is going to take you a long time. So everything that's great takes a long time. And I think that's why there's only, that's why there's limited people who are successful in the world. And there's more people who are unsuccessful. So how, and, and my answer to that is like, deal with it. Get over and and stop thinking that there's another way yeah. because that is what it is. But how how does someone like like I was saying and like you said is how does someone get over the hump that like it's gonna take a while or how does someone get over the hump that like I'm not seeing results super fast? Like Mindset how do you and self talk, man? Stand yeah. stand motivated. Keeping reading your goals remind yourself every single day why you're doing what you're doing. And uh, one thing I also want to just mention is like, I always get this question of like, well, how long do I have to do this for? (laughs) Well, how long do you plan on living? Yeah. That long. Like you don't, or like, how long is this going to take? Well, I don't know. Like you've lost mobility in your hips. How long do you think this took to, to start? Well, it's probably been happening for the last three years. Well, probably like, I don't know, seven to 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. Like you want the brutally honest answer. Like I always tell people like, this is going to be part of your like quote unquote maintenance program forever. Yeah. And like, you just have to come to grips with that. I think within your own mind. Yep. And I, I think it's really, it's really about um, what, what I said. The first, the first thing I said, it's like, you, you have to figure out like that, it's you have to just be honest with yourself and be be like you know this is going to be a hard process and just understand it like don't sugarcoat it for yourself because right. i think when you set up the unreal ex- or unrealistic expectations of something like oh dude i'm going to just drop 20 pounds in a week and i'll be good and then i'll just then i don't have to do this anymore yeah, and then yeah. i'm good forever yeah it's like no that's not how it works you'll put on the 20 pounds right back yeah and you're not going to lose 20 pounds in a week. You're going to lose one. And then you're going to gain one. And then you're going to lose three. And then you're going to gain two. And then you're going to lose two. And then you're going to, you know, it's just like yeah. this constant cycle and battle. But you just have to, that's what, like, that's why I wanted to create this podcast in the first place. And that's why I dedicated my social media to is like, there's so much shit information out there and so many empty promises that I want to help people navigate a really confusing healthcare world. And I also want people to understand that, like, you have to put in the work. There's no shortcuts. This is how you can do it. And I want to help people find that road. Right. But like, got to set the expectations right at the first place. Otherwise, everything else is shit. And I think on top of that, it's like giving yourself credit in other ways, right? Like, so every day that you do that thing, that's, that's what I tell clients is like, that's your win. It's not whether the scale went up or down. You know, so you got to set your expectations and your 
achievements in the right areas, yeah. right? Like if you did your stretches today, hell yeah, you're a win. Yeah, that's a win. You did your maintenance program, that's a win. Yeah, it's not. Well, I didn't get the the flexion that I needed today. I I don't feel hundred percent yet. It's like, did you do the actions? Going right back to the start. Did you do the actions that it takes to get you to be that person mm-hmm. that you want to be? If you did that today, that's it. Yeah. No, and and like my thought on it too is like, at the end of the day, if you can't force yourself to do it, then find someone who's going to help hold you accountable, whether it's a friend or family member, or you have to pay for somebody. Like it's not a plug for what we do, but like the nutrition coaching, the reason why it works is like, dude, you don't even have to, the reason why nutrition coaching works a lot, you don't even have to be the smartest nutrition expert out there. You have to be the best at motivating people to stay the course. There are plenty of nutrition dietitians out there, nutritionists, nutrition coaches, not who have a, a ton difference. of information and they know exactly what you need to do, but they cannot help people or get them to do it. And that's where accountability comes in. And that's where some of the mindset stuff that we work on, you know, it's like, what's your problem? Okay, let's set what the expectations are, what the goals are, what your behaviors during the day look like. And then I'm going to check back with you and I'm going to ask you if you did them. And if you didn't do them, then we're going to be, I'm going to have to be brutally honest with you. Well, if it sounds like you didn't do these behaviors, then like, why are you expecting a result? It doesn't make any sense. And being brutally honest with people like that. And like, so like maybe you have to pay for somebody, pay a hundred, 200, 300, $500 a month. And maybe that is what will actually push you over the edge. And maybe you don't have to do that forever. Maybe it's like a six month thing or a four month thing or a year thing. Yeah. But that helps you get started in the right direction to get where you want to go. It's like, if you can't force yourself to do it, then find something that will help you do it. And I think the last thing on this is that is our goal is to always lead by example. You know, so people want to ask, how do you always stay disciplined? My goal is never to look like I'm like we're better or we're like above. My goal is to say like, because I put the fucking work in, here's how you can do it too. I'll always be there. Yeah. You know, like, like that's what I look at Goggins like, or like, like I said, Gary V yeah. when I want to slack off, I always think what's Gary V doing right now. I, I'll get back to and you work. You can always go back to his social media channel and he's there putting in the work. That's... You can always go back to his podcast and he's there put in the work. You can always go watch him on YouTube and what is he doing? He's put in the work. That's why I post things. That's why, because I want you to be able to do that. Like, Oh shit. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. Um, and even with the accountability, man, yeah. we work with people to hold us accountable because we need it. Yep. So we'll always be in the arena, you know, and then that's, and we're here working right alongside you. And that's what, that's the best part about, you know, following us. We'll follow you back. Like we want to, we want to be in that, in that battle and that, that grind together with you guys. And that's like what I look forward to is like the process of it. And so like, be proud of the process. Don't be proud of the result. Be proud of your behaviors and what you do and not exactly where it leads you. It's like, I'm super proud of like how I'm executing right now. And my result, you know, isn't, isn't as, as high as I'd want it to be, but who, who gives a damn? Like I'm super happy with the, with the process that I'm going through right now. Yeah. And, and I think that's the coolest part is like, you know, everyone, we get to go through this process with everyone because it's all the same, whether you're losing weight or not, want to grow to business. Like it's all just getting over. 
obstacles, you know, and staying motivated and continuing to do what you need to do. So I think, I think that's a good spot to end. Appreciate you guys listening. If you know, you want to check us out, head to highdefseattle.com. And if you want to follow us at easy wins, Mitch at Zach, the PT at high def Seattle. Talk to you guys soon. Later.